Hello, hello, everybody. It is the two ladies, the queens of consistency, if you will. We are here. We are here. We are ready. We're ready to entertain you, right? When we're nothing if not consistent. Honestly, this is the truth. We are nothing if not consistent. Um, it's really, we're going to be the two consistent ladies for this this episode, I think. I think that's what we'll call <laughs> two it. Two consistent ladies. Yes. This is an arbitrary amount of days since our last podcast, but uh, we know you like it. Unpredictability is the spice of life. People live for these things. Yeah, exactly. It's actually, I think it creates a certain level of allure, you know? Like, when will mm-hmm. the episode come? No one knows. Is it going to come? Is it going to come? No one knows. <laughs> Is one of them going to be on it? Will they have a guest? Will it even make it to air? We don't know. Are they alive? We don't know. Did they die? Nobody knows. (laughs) We would be remiss to tell you if this wasn't the second time we recorded episode two. (laughs) (laughs) If it makes up for it, we did try to be consistent. We tried our hardest. (laughs) Yes. But uh, considering Noor works in the production world and I work with computers all day, we didn't record the sound. So now, hopefully, oh my God, like, I feel like, should we stop right now and check the sound? But we're actually double oh recording in this today. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Back ups. I don't know. Yeah, like, at this point, I don't even want to make any funny jokes in case it doesn't record. Like, I don't know no, what to say. No. Yeah, no, last time we knew we were stretching it. This is why, if you guys want to understand better why we're so inconsistent, is because our schedules are so fucked up that I finally found a, like a minute to sit down and do it. And I wasn't at home and I had a, my equipment with me. So I went and found a fucking closet to hide in to record yeah. this for 45 her, yeah. minutes. Of course, the fail was yeah. going to happen. The fail. Fail the honasi. Fail the honasi. Yeah, 100%. Asi koi chi sochiete o hoje? Annie, no. Annie. Smooth, smooth. Saraka hoje, no. Sad daily. We don't even like it smooth, okay? We like the bumpy road. We find that it's giving us character. It's just the spice of life, you know? Inconsistency. <laughs> Inconsistency. It's just, we're consistent ladies today, Noor. Okay, we, right. are consistent. Consistent. we are Speaking right. of consistent, the most consistent thing of 2020, COVID-19. Noor's mic is dangling by a thread. Again, we do not know if we will get her audio, but I'm going <laughs> to upload it anyway, even if it's just me what talking this time. What is happening? It's I'm not happy to see you. I'm going to hold it. Anyways, yeah, COVID. Yeah, so COVID has been the most consistent thing in our lives. Um, It's outlasted many relationships and other diseases. So we want to know, how has your life changed from COVID? But starting with us, because we're the ones talking. How has my life changed? Hmm. How has your life changed, Niti? Well, I'm at home a fuck of a lot more. I, I, you know what, honestly, like, I don't want to be one of those people who's like, I don't know for me, but honestly, I don't know for me. It was a great year. I had a banner fucking year. Um, it was awesome. I got to work on like lots of stuff I've always wanted to do, but like for conventional reasons and like, you know, self-doubt, capitalism, all these things just didn't do. And now I'm like so much happier coming out on the other end of it. I just find that you know, it was it was necessary. I was also like very concerned of the state of the world going into COVID, like pre-COVID. Like I just felt like everything was getting like mega wound up on capitalism and like fucked up shit. Trump. I'll oh yeah, oh yeah. And I think like it's one of those things I I feel like at least from what I've experienced, even talking to people, it's that it's been like completely shit or it's been pretty fucking good for you. Yeah. Um, there doesn't seem to be like, you know, a lot of middle, middle areas. Maybe there is. I just haven't come across it. But I I'm also in the boat of it's been a good year other than the disease that is killing millions of people. Oh, yeah. Just straight um, respect for those people. Sorry about that. A hundred percent. Exactly. And that's like it's it's been it's weird because I've been in a and just like you have been in a constant state of stress. Um, not just for my own health, but like, you know, my family and, and so many other people. But then it's been this weird mixed bag of emotions because then like career wise and otherwise, like things keep going really well. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm like excited. I'm like, oh, this is great. But like, yeah, grand scheme of things. Are we all going to be alive tomorrow? Yeah. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. Like, that's great. I'm happy about my... this contract. Yeah. 
I hope nobody in my family Hopefully dies. Hopefully I'm alive by the end of the fucking week to get that paycheck. Yeah. And blow it on some clothes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So it's a weird, 100%. weird year. Like weird year of emotions. But if anything, it's almost impossible not to be grateful all the yeah. time. Yeah. All the like, time. For me, I've just been like constantly like, oh, fuck. Like I'm so lucky that this is happening for me right now because shit's so fucked up. Also, so I it's have been a, a year of... of gratitude. Totally. I have a lot of like flashback moments. Like, for example, um, Noor, the lovely Noor sent me a clip from her reception of the two of us dancing. And we're all so close to each other. <laughs> I know, right? Right? Isn't it fucking trippy? Trippy. You just think you kind of like see videos like that and no one's wearing a mask or anything. You get like uncomfortable. Oh my God, I didn't tell you. Well, I'm going to tell you now. Um, last night was the first time I had a dream in which I was like, why aren't you wearing a mask? Shut up. Yeah. So now that's how long it takes to seep into my subconscious. Now, even in my dreams, there's Corona. Like it's a thing. It's just kind of like, oh, why aren't you guys wearing masks? Yeah. Such a trip. Walking around, like yelling at people to put masks on. No, no, it wasn't a Noor dream. It was a Neeti dream. Um, For those of you who don't know Noor very well, her and Larry David, lots in common. Um, we, uh, We were just basically like, I think having a party of some sort and somebody came over to talk to us and I was kind of like, get the fuck away from me. Like. Where's your mask? Like, don't. Fuck, man. That's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I'm surprised I haven't had dreams like that because I flinch at movies and TV shows Mm -hmm. that are shot in like fucking 50. I'll be watching Home Alone. Yeah. And you're like. Being like that fucking at the beginning when there's like fucking 15 kids running around the house and they're like all in a, and they're all in a fucking van. I'm like, what the fuck? You're all going to die, motherfucker. Yeah. I also. Get off that plane. Get off the plane. I also think about like how people are like, you know, when now, you know, in a post COVID era, whatever that looks like, vaccine, etc. Um, like people are just going to like go back to like clubs and like dance on each other and shit. What the fuck? I don't know. I think we've all had to like develop a certain, well, not all. That's actually fucking expecting too much of people because not everyone feels the way we do. No. You know, no, the closeness, but for people who do feel the way we do, um, I can't imagine how we could ever like how long I can't imagine there'll be anytime soon that we'll be going back to that kind of level of like closeness no. without being like uh but this is i was gross. having because a... once you understand germs covid or not yeah you're like you can't no, no. get that shit out of your fucking head no you're like that shit's gross um i was talking to two of my cousin's cousins um or like earlier in the pandemic like may 2020 and i was and they're young guys single and i was like oh like can you guys imagine like going back to the club now and you're gonna like dance with a stranger or like talk to a stranger or something and they were like yeah no problem and i was like okay i guess this was also, mind there you, you like, at the point where we weren't, like, openly, like, carrying masks and shit. Like, now it's, like, yeah. I have a little pocket in my purse, and that that's my mask pocket. Dude, if I were to tell you now, I don't know if this is how many people this has happened to, but, like, tensions are fucking high everywhere. Yeah. Where, like, the likelihood of you getting into a, like, very aggressive argument with someone in a fucking grocery store is very high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. everyone's so fucking tense like and everyone's on the edge like bro. you're not yeah and so it's happened to so many people including myself of course uh <laughs> of course i was gonna be like do i have to say that or is that just fucking obvious that yeah. it's happened to me it's obvious um to the it's so funny so it like i work because i work in film industry and things were kind of wild um and they didn't shut down we had to move a lot of our productions outside and even if we were not working outside a lot of our holding spaces were outside because not every like we were just couldn't be all inside the buildings at the same time. Yeah. So because of that, I was like, "Fuck, I need to dress warmer." And literally, everything was shutting down. We had like maybe forty eight hours of notice, and I went to fucking Uniqlo because I was like, "I have to get some like these warm thermal line pants." Yeah. Like you know, the, there's no match to the the Uniqlo Japanese technology. Okay. Yeah, you love them. So I. Yeah, it is Japanese, right? Or is that Muji? Muji's Japanese. Yeah, I think is Uniqlo, Uniqlo is. I don't want to be a racist on the record. <laughs> ignorant moment. <laughs> Our first ignorant moment right here. Yeah, I don't want to just assume, but a quick Google search will tell us. You yeah, either way. Is. Okay, we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, anyways, I'm there. And I'm lined up with this girl. And this Uniqlo like, is also Japanese. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Saved there. 
Yeah. We're not stupid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm lined up and everyone's at the fucking mall because what happens in the pandemic is like gonna shut things down. Let's go to the fucking mall. Obviously. For some reason. Let's all get our cut. Yeah. On. So yeah. fuck. And luckily for me, where I live, like there's just an entrance to the mall that goes and it goes right into Uniqlo and I can just get my shit and get out. Yeah. They have all their protocol there. You gotta line up like six feet apart, whatever. But this bitch behind me and her son. They're just like creeping up on my ass. Every time I move forward, they have to be like right on my ass. And you know that? Yeah. If you know me. Even pre-pandemic like, like, is not. That's not fucking cool, man. Back it up. Like, exactly. And like Neeti said, I have very much in common with yeah. Larry David. Very much. Very much in common with that angry old white man. Yeah. And I'm sitting there getting like agitated. Every time I take like one step forward, I get like more and more agitated. And eventually I turn around and I was like, hey, like. I think we're supposed to just be staying where that line is. Like, let's just stay there. And I've done that before. And most people are always like, kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't even notice. Like, cause a lot of people are doing it. Yeah. Like, sub- like not even paying you attention. Just forget. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This lady scoffs at me, takes a step back. And her son is probably like, looks like he's like maybe 15, 16, but he's like, at least six two. Like he's a scrawny, tall little teenager. Yeah. Okay? And she's like a fucking five two lady. Yeah. And she scoffs and then she's just like, Oh yeah, you're so much safer now. So like I yeah, when I moved up and she says that and her like her and her son are laughing, and I was like, Okay, I'm just gonna like I could have come off as an asshole maybe. So I turned around and I was like, Look, I I wasn't even trying to be rude. I'm like, I've done it like del- uh, not deliberately many times subconsciously just so i wasn't trying to be rude just to make it clear and she, you made your point turn around <gasps> i was like i tried to do the thing that i didn't want to do which was be nice i tried i you know usually that will de-escalate a situation if you're kind of like look i wasn't even trying and like right away people feel stupid because they're once you're being nice and they're like oh i'm the asshole now right? yeah no but instead didn't she doubled down bitch. on her assholeness they didn't work with this bitch i was like excuse me i was like i literally just turned around to be nice to you lady and that's your response i'm like are you fucking dumb yeah and i'm like yeah teaching your fucking son a lot of like a good, good lessons here on how to fucking act and he's just like and then the kid puts his hand in my face and he goes shh He goes, Shh, and then he keeps going. And then he's like, shut up, shut up. And the lady's laughing along with her fucking son. Like, can you imagine being proud of your son treating a grown ass woman like this? Who's like twice your age. Yeah. Even if I was in an argument with another adult. I'm like enraged. The right other now adult was a woman. Yeah, I know. And it was another woman. Like, and I had a son that was six two, thinking that that's an appropriate way to act around a woman that is twice your age. Like, that's anybody. what you're telling him is okay, right? And it's like more so like this is a young man at this point. You want to be teaching him to talk to like out of any, especially women like this. Yeah. Ter- like I was just like blown away. I was like, wow. I was like, I guess it's, and I said to her, I was like, well, fucking ship sailed on that one. Your son's already a dumbass. Yeah. And I, that's literally what I said. And then this lady behind us, because it's like those zigzag yeah, lines. Yeah. So she was like kind of next to me and she was just sort of fucking laughing. Because I said that. And then this kid steps up to me. He stepped up. And I was like, dude, please. I'm begging you. And then this lady saw my face. And she, you know my serious face. And she was just like, she saw that. She's like, oh, okay. I fucked up here. Right? Like, this isn't working. Like, this lady's not going to fucking be the one to back down. No. So when the guy at the cashier, the till calls, like, oh, next, please. She ran past me and took my spot in line just to try to get away from me at this point. Now she fucking jumps ahead of me. This is, I'm not wondering, I'm like, where have I come to? Where did normal civilization go? Like, and I was just like shocked just watching this whole thing go down. I just couldn't believe it. And of course, like, it's actually a good thing that like paul wasn't there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. he was like he'd gone somewhere else like to grab some stuff because if he was there then it would have been bunga for sure and they was guarantee to you they that never would have escalated if you were with your husband like regardless like for those of you who don't know like paul is a normal looking dude he's not like Mm -hmm. over like like, he's not like a wwe wrestler and he doesn't no. even look like a aggressive dude, in my opinion. No. But regardless, if you were with the dude, a hundred percent, that lady wouldn't. They were just like, mm. but 
But it's just because they saw I you know, alone. I, they just I, thought, oh, I'm going to fucking lip her off. What a loser. Those are the kind of yeah. people who, when this lady is rotting in a fucking retirement home, that same dick son isn't going to come fucking see her. Good thing. I, you. So now you're having that, like, second secondary reaction now, secondary rage has been passed on to you are. because you're... Yeah, because it's are. fucking wild, right? And when I told, like, it was so crazy because I don't remember. I actually can't really quite remember a time where, like, my body started shaking with anger. Like, I actually felt like I could have punched this person. Like, I've never, because I haven't really ever experienced something like that in public ever in my life. Yeah. I've never had someone go to that level where it was just, like, deliberately trying to be fucking terrible. And, and then like, if you're an worse. idiot, fucking stay home. Like, if you don't believe in corona, you don't believe in any of that shit, stay the fuck home. Why don't you go to a hospital so and kiss all the fucking patients since you don't believe in it? So just do it. I I just couldn't believe that this was like a daughter or fucking son and mother combo happening. And it was just like crazy. So when I stepped up back to this kid, then he was like, what are you going to do now? Like, you idiot. Yeah. You better fucking do something now. Like, this was a fucking short-sighted plan, motherfucker. Yeah. You thought, you thought the teacher's going to come down and break us apart? considering i like the reason why this thing happened was because i literally was being nice like i literally turned around i wasn't going to turn around again but i did well, i was like i'm not here to start fucking arguments with people like i'm a civilized human being and i'm like I, who like when someone tells someone to back up yeah maybe people get defensive fine i can even give her that right like if someone turned around to me and i was like and they're like can you move back and like maybe my tone could have came off wrong right Mm-hmm, I will give mm-hmm. her that. And I, that's why when I tr- when you turn around the second time, like, look, I'm sorry. I wasn't even trying to be rude. I was just honestly, like, I subconsciously do it too. I said that word for word to her. Mm-hmm. And she told me to turn the fuck around. That's when I was like, that's just that's ridiculous. Now and then her just, kid like, getting rowdy just, is just yeah. out of control. Especially, like, if you it are a parent yeah. where you're letting your 16-year-old or 15-year-old or 14-year-old fucking fight your battles, you're a loser banda. I bet. Oh, wait. I didn't even tell you the best part. Didn't even tell you the best part. Mm-hmm. So as her kid puts his hand in my face to tell me to shut up, right? Yeah. Then I tell her, I was like, well, like, ship's hailed because your kid's clearly already a dumbass. Then she has the audacity to be like, oh, you're going to talk to a child like that? Yeah. So she says that to me. I was like, your child. I'm like, so let me tell you, if your child is old. And I said to her, I was like, if your child is old enough to put his fucking hand in my face, he's old enough to not only get, be called a dumbass, but get smacked up the, up the fucking head. Yeah. I bet he already, like, gets in trouble at school. As we all do. Like, nothing, whatever. But I bet his but parents she has, are the ones... He can do yeah. no wrong. He can, he can do, do no wrong. wrong. He's he's that mom. She's that mom that goes in and you fucking You guys should have talked to him. You guys should have yeah. talked to him and calmed him down. Why didn't you guys give him a okay. big hug? It's Fuck the big... It's going to be the teacher's fault. It's the fucking everybody yeah. else's fault. Everybody else's yeah, fault. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. yeah, it's he's going to be one of those. The fact that he was had his hand in my... Like, physically in my face. And he's 6'2". Maybe. Yeah. And he's looking down with his hand in my face. Yep. And then I call him a dumbass. And she goes, oh, wow, you talk to a child like that? I was like, are you on Get fucking... Get child like that, baby. Shut the fuck, fuck Anyways, so these, this lady, I'm on the phone with Paul. I was like, Paul, I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm on the other side of Nordstrom. So he had to come through Nordstrom to get to us. I was like, get your fucking ass over here yeah. right now. Because I'm riled up at this point, right? Oh, my God. Thank God he didn't get there. Thank God he didn't. Yeah. Because, like, I needed some time to just cool down. And at the time she saw me standing on the outside of the store, she knew exactly what the fuck I was standing yeah. there for. Like, she why knew. would I just be standing there? And she I'm on the phone. Scared. She ran past me so fast. That's why she tried outside. to get to the cashier first, because she thought, I'm going to leave exactly. before this bitch tries to confront me now. Exactly. So she ran by me so fucking fast. It was ridiculous. So then at the end, I was like, yeah, I'm like, Paul, they went out. But like, she could have just gone out just because I was standing there. Right. Yeah. So I had to go grab a couple more things. And I'm like in the store. I'd go in the store and I was like, well, there's no like. Again, this is how conscious I was trying to be. I was like, there's no reason for two of us ever in a store. Like, you wait here. Yeah. I'll go in, grab what I need, and go out, right? Yeah. So he's standing outside, and he's calling me every two seconds I'm in a store. He's like, uh, was it this lady? Or is it, <laughs> I just saw this lady. Look outside. Is it her? Is it her? Look outside. Right now. Is it them? And I'm like, no, fuck, Paul. And it's not. And so I told her. So I could, the one thing, they were so distinct because she was really short, and he was really tall. And I could tell they were, like, half Asian, half white. Mm-hmm. Okay? And he was super, like, lanky and tall, and he had, like, a Nike jacket on. I'm not kidding, Nithi. I'm standing in fucking dynamite. I turned around. I saw this short little Asian girl with this tall, lanky fucking Asian guy with a sport jacket, exactly how I described. I see them walk by the store. I knew it wasn't them. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I hope Paul doesn't fucking yeah. confront those people right now. He was, he was so heated too after because I told him the exact story I told you. So like, who wouldn't be hearing who that? Who wouldn't right? be heated after that? But this is the kind of shit that's been happening and like this is my account is, right yeah. i've heard mm-hmm. i've heard accounts from like um like my husband's like mom works in costco and in calgary this and 
if you're Indian and you're listening to this, we all have a fucking soft spot for our parents who have been working like jobs, like working on Costco on your feet. Yeah. 10 hours a day through a fucking pandemic. Yeah. And then you have old white people treating them like shit. Yeah. That shit gets under your nerves. So same thing happened to her where she kept trying to, they took their masks basically off and she was asking them, can you please put your mask back on? And the lady said some fucking shit to her. And then the, her Gordy manager came along and was like trying to cover and like, take the fucking the customer side which is terrible especially with the case of what she asked them to do was their protocol you have to have a mask on and yeah like if you know paul's mom she's the sweetest lady in the fucking world like yeah like, couldn't even raise a, her voice if she yeah. tried so no no and so anyways that happens and then after they paid this old white lady took her mask off and breathed in her face that's assault she went like ah. yeah exactly so when she told us we were all ready to fucking file a, a, an assault charge on this lady we're like you can find who who she is yeah it's membership only membership. we could fucking track this bitch me and like paul's brother like gary and like his our uh paul's sister-in-law like all of us are just like are all together we're like okay how are we gonna fucking find this bitch yeah what are we gonna do how do we want to charge her like we went wild because this is just like so un- this is just crazy that people treat people like this no yeah. and i'm telling so, you i feel like anytime i meet someone who does this whole breathing thing or doesn't believe in covid i feel like let's go to the hospital then if it's a fucking hoax right why don't you go sit there with that yeah go yeah yeah oh so, so you, this you don't podcast do that. basically served to piss everybody off people are gonna listen to this shit and be like fucking yeah that was not our intention today no but i had I to tell you guys the story i had to fucking tell you the story because that shit was just crazy what happened but i want to know your crazy covid stories yeah 100 percent Tell us if you have also had to confront a Karen, um, whatever the situation, if you've met a non-believer, do tell us. Like, the non-believer thing is what really irks me. I just feel like I've heard, so, and oh, now that I have my own platform, let me tell all of you fuckers. Okay, listen. If the government has, like, this major conspiracy planned, right? Okay. Think about the government as a corporation, which it is, right? Conspiracy theories, they love saying that. Did you know the government is incorporated? Okay, so yes, of course they are. They're a business. What kind of business tries to kill off all its consumers? <laughs> Does the federal like, government have... need a consult? Because I'm available and I can tell them that killing your consumers off is not a good way to make money. No, Neeti. See, this is the problem. They have too many taxpayers. Yeah, too, too many. many. Yeah, too many taxpayers <laughs> who are... Um, going to like their middle class jobs and working away and they thought you know what fuck that we don't want that yeah. shit anymore I will say the one thing that is like you know there's always like a fine line with these things like you kind of have to find the balance like going extremes is the problem right yeah. we're like 100%. with the idea of like with what's happening with lockdowns I 100% agree with these big box stores being treated differently um, than small businesses is a fucking problem the local businesses not having people look out for them is a fucking problem. I don't know about like I can only speak for my area, yeah, for Ontario, and you're really, in Ontario, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's a fucking problem. And also, just like having um, the provincial and municipal government here is just fucking corrupt, and it has been for a long time. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, you guys know the fucking they Ford elected, family. yeah, like you they know, ele- yeah, like okay, they, you guys found a video of his brother smoking crack, and then you guys thought, you know what, Enu vote up on a good idea. I can't understand. But also, our, our home province of Alberta, just a fucking round of a two, two, two for Jason Kenny. Two, 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 two. Two, two, two. two. Yeah. Just, it's just horrible. Yeah. It's just, it's horrible. I feel like it's all Trump after effects. I feel like Trump got elected in the States and all the racists felt like this is our time to fucking shine. Let's identify ourselves, take our masks off, and storm the Capitol. LOL. And yeah, Mm -hmm. and now I feel like, personally, I feel like I know people in Alberta who regret voting UCP. Like, I don't know why you would do that. Oh, so many people. And actually, it's like, as if it wasn't so detrimental, I would kind of be enjoying, like, listening to people now bitch Uh and moan about him who are all like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to vote conservative. Like, without even knowing what the fuck they were doing. No, and they're just like, my parents always vote conservative. So I'm going to vote conservative exactly. and I live in a conservative province. So I should be a conservative. Look at the color of your skin. Let me tell you something, people like you have to learn one thing when you're making your decisions. We have a lack of empathy. People are like what they don't understand is and also short sightedness. 
Even if you can't find empathy, fine. Just understand something. You think those sh- that shit doesn't affect you. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... And even in the past, they think, oh, it didn't affect them. And it's just, this is like an anomaly because of Kenny is like a fucking like extreme case. No, it was just a slow burn in the past. So you yeah. didn't see the effects right away. Whereas now it's so fucking immediate that it's impossible for you to ignore how fucked up these people yeah. are. So this idea that you make a certain amount of money in your tax, you're in a different tax bracket that, you know, that like it's in your best interest financially yeah. to vote conservative. You're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. On because- top of it, I think the funniest thing is when I meet small business owners who are like, I'm voting conservative because I'm a business owner. You are not a Fortune 500 company business owner. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Okay? Just because you went on the Canada website and fucking incorporated a numbered company and you think you have a fucking business? No, you fucking mm-hmm. don't. You like no. look at who's actually looking up your interest. So and then exactly like the thing in Ontario, since the they care so much about business owners, oh suddenly you guys aren't mm. included in the business owners. Hmm? Think about that voting season. Think about that. Exactly. Think exactly. about who had your And back. if anything if anything to take from this is like you've had a taste of like what it's like. To be on the like shit end of things. Yeah. For the people who feel like they've never had to be. So maybe, and now when you're crying to people about how unfair it is for you, yeah. it's been unfair for a lot of fucking people for a Their long fucking lives. time. So maybe use that next time you try to fucking make a selfish decision, which in turn is, it's actually a stupid decision. It's not even a selfish decision because you end up fucking yourself. You're just fucking yourself. Term. Like yeah. you think Alberta has been thriving? Like these momentary influxes are not sustainable. No. You need like a sustainable, like stable income or economy which yeah. has never been the fucking case so stop with the short-sighted bullshit stop in alberta. With the short-sighted because bullshit. let me tell you something i have so much fucking love for alberta there's so much potential there there's so many great fucking people out there too who want to do amazing things and really grow that community especially calgary in my opinion has so much fucking potential like let's stop letting these fuckers fuck it all up yeah for all the smart people out there like it's just yeah. ridiculous and the small business side of it there's the entrepreneurship um mentality in calgary is growing yeah young people are not like starting to change their ideas of, not like, everyone what it is just trying to, to graduate money. and get a job with oil and gas because that no, is the fucking exactly. trend i would say like 90 percent of my graduating class some way or another yeah. works for yeah. oil and gas yeah uh, now like you know the the benefits and the beauty of uh the internet yeah. is that you can have a business internationally anywhere, yeah, anywhere right you can have a reach any type of business anywhere so like and people are tapping into that now which is fucking fantastic but don't let these dumb short-sighted fuckers fuck it up yeah and because don't that city al- has so much potential totally and i feel like again with the, the entrepreneurs who are like i'm a business person so i should vote conservative stop aligning no. yourself with the one percent unless you're actually in yeah. it like yeah, you're not in the one percent. I want to be in the one yeah. percent. You want to be in the one percent. But mm-hmm. want is not how you should vote. You shouldn't be like I want no. to have a yacht, <laughs> so I'm gonna vote for the yacht people. Like no, are you stupid? But even like yeah, I, I honestly I think I think there's like a, a few uh, unfortunately only a few examples of people in the one percent, and I think Mark Cuban's one of them. Um, of you can have a fucking great life and still give a shit about people too. Totally, totally. And I know people like, believe this idea... in that, like, Bill Gates is, uh, you know, going to try to microchip us and shit. But I also believe, like, hey, no. But, you know, there are definitely people no. out there who are I don't doing know. good things. I know. I can't, yeah. I, I totally, I, there's, like, such a split vote there with people with Bill Gates. But I, yeah. I'm... The I, I actually definitely split on Bill I Gates, have a but... I don't have any problem with him because I actually also think that he's done enough stuff, like, that is, like, measurable things. Yeah. For, for like, good. Um, I feel like there's yeah, so many for... corporations out there who just do 100% evil. So if a corporation out there is doing 50% evil or 75% evil, but still mm-hmm. doing 25% mm-hmm. good, like, I'll take it. It's not perfect. Yeah. Life's not a perfect yeah. balance. But yeah. it's better than just, just doing money evil. Too. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not just money. It's not like, oh, this rich person threw this much money at something. Totally. It's, about it's your like, impact why, again, on I'm the going world. back to Bill Gates. Is be- exactly. So what he's doing, sustainable things that long after he goes... Um, will help contribute to, uh, like, you know, underprivileged communities around the world. It's like uh, taking technology, finding ways to have sustainable clean water and um, sewage systems in in different parts of the world. Like, these are things that are so valuable. Like, he's putting money into it, of course, but it's not just like, here's the money, figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Right? And that's also why I think, like, you can say whatever you want about Elon Musk, but I think what he's trying to do, like, his goals 
of why he's doing what he what motivates him is a is a very positive. No, I think he wants to just build a fat ass house on Mars, and that's his plan. I think that's as far as <laughs> he thought that. No, maybe he does. Yeah. Maybe he does, but I don't think that's it. Maybe that's one of the. Maybe he's like looking forward to having his fucking fat ass house on on Mars. But I also yeah. think that he's, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that he's doing is going to benefit us long term, hundred percent, and not just the rich, not just the fucking rich, right? Yo, the other thing. Um, now we're talking about fucking COVID. My last little tidbit of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, my. Uh, Family members, being my mother and father, both got fucking COVID over oh, fucking Christmas. Man. Yeah, so listen okay. to that, you conspiracy and theorists, when they ask you, do you know anybody who got it? Got it? Yes, we fucking do. I fucking do now. So you can't even say that shit to me, all right? Yeah. So here's my, like, proof. This is my... I'm backing up my argument. Um, first of all, I'm going to, like... This is a warning for all of you out there. Uh... If you have this mentality or if your parents more likely have this mentality that it's not that they're untouchable. My parents have been following all the fucking rules and they take it very seriously. They wear masks everywhere. But you get into your zone of like this shit, your daily stuff that needs to get done. And then the Kushni Honda mentality prevails over health and safety. So I think my dad had come in contact with someone who said that like they're... um, brother-in-law or someone had tested positive and you should probably go get tested and they're like oh he's like well did you get tested he's like yeah i tested negative he's like well then if you're negative then i'm negative that's not how it works no just to make it clear everyone it doesn't fucking work that way no and to the point where my my dad came home told my family and they're like okay you should probably go get tested anyways like that doesn't mean that she's you know that she's a for sure negative either yeah she could have been positive five minutes after she took that fucking test and she could be asymptomatic there's so many things you could still fucking have it yeah so 24 hours goes by and my dad's like, I think I have the flu. Oh, no. We're all like, no, you you probably kind fucking don't fucking, have the flu. Yeah. Considering what just happened 24 hours ago. So at this point, my brother has now locked himself in the room and is only <laughs> communicating with my parents via Google Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's only using Google Home. He's sending notifications to Google Home downstairs to my mother and father. And they, he will not like, go anywhere like near them. He's just like, he sent notifications and alarms where it would just go off downstairs. He's like, go get tested. (laughs) Test scheduled at this time every fucking day. And my dad's just like, no, I'm telling you, I have the flu. I have the flu. Oh my God. But he stayed home, luckily. But he didn't stay home in a little quadrant. He stayed in the house. He decided he's going to go have his roti where he always has it because he's a man. Like a lot of our parents, it's like creatures of habits. He's like, no, I will fucking do what I do. That's it. Long story short, he gives it. Oh my God. Oh no, no. Long story short, he gives it to my mom. Oh, right. Now my dad had light flu symptoms. That's another reason why he was like, no, I don't have it. I have the flu. We're like, dad, what part do you not understand? Like you can have any range of symptoms. So now my mom gets it. My mom calls me when she's coming back from getting tested. And she's, uh, if you know my mom, you don't want to piss her off. No. Uh, Just like that story I get my, you previously uh, heard, you don't want, if yeah, Noah's mom yeah, was there, yeah. we would have smacked somebody. You, this is where I get my fiery nature from, okay? So she calls me and she's like, I just went and got COVID tested. I can tell she's like sick and we're all pretty sure at this point she has it. And I was like, oh yeah. Uh, I'm like, have you uh, talked to dad yet? And she doesn't say anything for a second. Then she goes, if I test positive, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> And I'm like, I call like my dad right away. I was like, dad, uh, you're fucked. You're done. Sorry, you're, you're fucked. Done you're done. You're yeah. done. And he's like, no, no, he doesn't have it. Yeah. Long story short, then it comes positive. Yeah. Obviously. Who is the most surprised in my whole family? <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> Uncle straight Pikachu face. <laughs> Fucking shocked. Shocked. Like genuinely, authentically he's like, shocked. Huh? He's just like, oh my God. I get the whole Huh? Yeah. Lost oh completely. And we're like, holy fuck, dad. What do we have to say to make you understand? So use my parents as your cautionary tale. My mom had high blood pressure. It was a fucking shit show. She had a terrible experience. Um, there was touch and go to points where she thought she might have to be admitted to the hospital. She luckily didn't really have any respiratory symptoms, but she was really, really fucking sick. And the blood yeah. pressure was kind of stressful because it wasn't going down. So you guys, it's fucking real. It's fucking The Thunders real. had it. Yeah. Umber Danda somehow managed to hide. Yeah. Eventually ran away and went and stayed in a hotel. And my mom would call me. She's like, Umber isn't even coming out of his room. 
He's doing what he used to do in high school. He doesn't even talk to us. I'm like, it's because you have fucking COVID. He's trying to make sure that no one else and gets sick COVID. and he doesn't want to die. And she would just be like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then really- she'd call me again, fit umbers in some uh, isolating in some hotels. Like, because you have COVID. COVID. It's like I have to keep reminding them. The mentality is so deeply ingrained, dude. Too, it's too It was far. so fucking wild. It's it was a wild far. experience. Yeah, we've been Anyways, everyone's family. alive. Yeah. We've been lucky in my fam jam. I don't know anybody. Well, I know your parents, but I don't know like my mom, my sister and stuff. Everyone has been safe so far, staying safe. But yeah, COVID has definitely turned the world upside down as the vaccine rolls out now. There's just more and more conspiracy theories of if it's going to work, if it's not going to work, if we're all going to grow an extra leg after we get it. Like, who knows what's going to happen here? It's wild. It's going to fucking happen. But also, who knows if we're going to get hit by a bus tomorrow. At this point, it's our best option. Totally. Totally. Right? Um, That's how I see it at this point. Yeah. I have, I'm yet to meet someone like a non-believer who has like good answers to their shit of like why they don't want to get it. They're like, no man, they're like trying to chip you. And then I, I show them like my watch and I'm like, okay, well, here's an apple chip that I tie on my wrist willingly every single morning. Yes. This thing you call a phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's your fucking just chip, a, dude. Yeah. It's listening and watching you at all times. Yeah. It knows when you are sleeping. Exactly. It knows when you are awake. So figure it out, people. Straight figure up. it out. So Straight if you're a non-believer also, and you're going to send us a heated email, um, please do because we live for that kind of yeah. shit. Um, the more grammatical errors, the better. And we'll read it on our next episode. <laughs> but also, like, diversify your answers. I, like, want to hear another reason. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give yeah. me something else. Tell us about, like, you know, like, your religious practices and how they are protecting you. Or, like, you know, tell us, like, about miracles that you've learned about on WhatsApp. Let us know. Yeah. Let I want to hear know. about your WhatsApp cures. But yeah. honestly, uh, at this point, this whole new thing where it's like, oh, it's it's fucking, uh, what did it do? It, um, it mutated, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now it's all of a sudden quicker stronger like not <laughs> yeah and they're not sure terminator 2 style gonna, fuck yeah exactly yeah. if it, we're not sure if that the vaccines are going to stand up against the new strains mm-hmm. like fuck dude like come on just get the fucking vaccine guys yeah. this is the best chance we all have yeah like if you die in 10 years from some weird complication then fine you had a fucking good run at least you got the 10 years it's all good you got the fucking 10 years. Yeah, the world didn't end, like, in a year. I, what else do we have? What other options do we fucking have? What Eventually, other? you have to just throw in the towel, guys. Yeah. You just you have just, to say, just okay. You gotta give it up. <laughs> you gotta let them know. You're giving up. We already, yeah, we already accepted fucking, like, the iPhone, the, the all everyone's listening to us 24-7, and all the technology that's taken over our lives. Yeah. What's some fucking drugs in our body? That yeah, we and I strongly believe like to. lots of airlines. Um, I know some already, and I know lots of countries. Like you have to get the vaccine to go there. So like even if you told me that oh like the you know there's a seventy five percent chance that it'll work out and twenty five percent not, I would honestly be like okay, but I can travel now, right? And they'd be like yes, and I'd be like okay, stop me up, yo. I'm gonna at least die on a beach and shit. Not interested in just fucking chilling here. Yo. Here's my strongest argument for the vaccine. When I'm even like, again, I'm not some scientist who can tell you definitively that it's not going to cause any problems and it's 100% safe. But I can tell you fucking this. All the doctors and the brightest minds in the fucking are world that are the only people who know how to fucking save our Even asses the Republicans no who cho- don't they, believe they, in it. <laughs> they have no choice but to get it. Can you imagine how stupid, even if it was a conspiracy, how stupid they fucking would be to create a vaccine that the one group of people who 100% of them have to take it to do their job are doctors and then all the fucking doctors yeah. die? What's their plan yeah. now? What's the fucking plan? Who's going to save their rich asses? They don't have any fucking doctors either. Then what the fuck are they going to do? That doesn't make any sense, no. people. It doesn't make any Zero sense. Zero sense. Like, put it together. No. But yeah, I think even like exactly. even while you were saying that too, I thought, oh man, like some fucking conspiracy theorists would be like, they're not even really taking it. Theirs are just fucking saline solutions and they're going to give all of us the real one. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So if you're a Punjabi, go ask your fucking brother, sister, cousin, whoever the person in your family is. Who's a doctor? doctor. Yeah, 100%. You probably have 10 in your family. Did you put saline or not? Like, we have a fucking, like, direct connection to these doctors. And I'm sorry, at what point did the doctors all around the world get together and create, like, a fucking weird 
uh, cult-like community yeah. and decide all together, let's fuck over the world. When did yeah. that happen? When did that happen? I don't remember that I being don't think Colwinder and Dr. Minhas and fucking, who else yeah. is there? Dr. Wadawa in Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Brar <laughs> and them got together. Can you imagine? I don't think they're capable They'd of... They probably have a like, brawl. No offense. <laughs> yeah, right? It'd probably be a brawl. Be like, <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, let's... let's. Come on. If you live in an Indian community and you know your local Indian doctor, let's be honest. Do you think he's capable of this high Being level? A, of a yeah, you think, they, you think the government trusts this guy? This guy who's just been writing Yo. fucking antibiotics on paper. He has a stamp that just says Dynol 3. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think so, guys. Come on. Nips. Come on. Nips. Let's get realistic here. Yeah, put it So together. that's how we feel, but yeah. I'm also kind of... It's kind of interesting seeing like the people pivoting and having to change their life because of COVID in terms of things like weddings and the whole wedding yeah, industry. Yeah, the too. wedding industry is... Of course, how big is, it is. The wedding industry, TBH, I think we should chit-chat about in our next episode because I have so much to fucking say. Okay, okay. Now that we, uh, we've we been uh, terrorizing you guys for 40 minutes of uh, COVID talk, get prepared for our second episode in which we will terrorize you with another 40 minutes about COVID weddings. Um, COVID weddings are still happening. There's so many things to talk about there. So I feel like, you know, I got to give it, got to give it more. Give me a here. taste of what you're thinking. I'm so curious. Okay, so a few things like I feel like I'm jealous. I'm jealous of the people who are going to get to get married now. Fuck. Me too. Fuck. I was hoping you would say that because I'm telling you me too. I was like, why the fuck didn't we get married? That would have been a great excuse. Great we'll excuse. have to have a small great fucking excuse. wedding. Shit. Sorry. We had a small wedding, but we bought a big house. <laughs> That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I'm right? jealous. Um, I feel like, okay, like being a bride itself is like someone who's come through the process and obviously Noor has too. Like I feel like before it is like so anxious. It's so like all about you. I actually have two really good ones. My cousin ones like my best friend are getting married this year. Um, both bridesmaids of mine. And like before you get married, you feel like there's so much emphasis on this event. And after you get married, you feel like I'm a fob. Why did I do this? 150%. Maybe not everyone. Yeah. Maybe not everybody. Yes, you maybe me? 100%. Sure. And like, I just want to preface it with like, yeah, man, I did have the wedding of my dreams. I married the man of my dreams. Everything was perfect. I can't think of anything that like wasn't great. I had an amazing time. I loved the way everything really turned out. But I remember like before, like for a year, just tripping out about shit. Like, what the fuck? Why did I do that? And, like, I honestly, mm-hmm. like, for an Indian wedding, my wedding was small. I just had 400 people. I think Noor had, in how many people did you have at your reception? I think it was about the same 450. Yeah, we had our receptions in the same venue. So, th- I think that hall mm-hmm. maxed out at 500 anyway. So, you know, in there, for Indians, that's still mm-hmm. small. And me and Noor were drained about how many people there were. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was too many people. I think it would have been so much better to do that. Now, my cousin that's getting married, I think she's, like, in the best situation. You get to avoid all that fucking shit. And yeah, you don't get to have like a huge ass reception and do that shit. But trust me, like you have way more fun at other people's weddings. It's not that fun when you're the bride. Like not going to lie. Honestly, if I were to tell you one thing, just one thing, if you had to put all your energy into one thing, yeah, put it into your hair, your makeup, your jewelry, your outfits. Yeah. Like make sure you don't sleep on that. Don't yeah. get to the point where you're like, oh, I fucking have been, you're so drained from planning the venue or the decor and that you just kind of end up at, like half-assing your clothes because you're so overwhelmed with everything else. Yeah. Fuck everything else. Yeah. Just make sure that you, because that's you. That's going on your body. That's self-care. That's self-love. That's you being like, fuck this shit. I just want to look like a million bucks today. Yeah. And like, regardless of shit, imagine like if let's just say the worst case scenario happens, you have the worst fucking weather, like all this shit happens, but you look fucking fantastic. Yeah. You're going to feel so much better. Like if you're just kind of like, oh, fuck, like this outfit didn't turn out the way I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. You're just or whatever. The makeup was like, whatever. Take your time with that shit. But at the same time, if it doesn't get done, like you get used to doing things when you have to do things yourself. Yeah, right? absolutely. I've always have to be someone who has to do things myself, which is fine. But also... If it, like, I, there's a point where you just don't care either. 
Yeah. Right? Like you kind of can just be like, oh, I don't care. Like yeah. whatever. I'm right. just going to spend an extra hour in my washroom anyways. Like, yeah. I don't care. I don't if care. I delay everybody. Yeah. I don't give a shit if everybody's waiting for me. Like take that mentality. Yeah. Because 100%. I have another cousin who's like that too. I remember at their sister's wedding because I was kind of on the outside looking in and they're stressing around and running around and they're just like took their hair and threw it into ponytails. I don't even think that they put, they put mascara on like on the wedding day. They didn't even have time to put the makeup on properly. Yeah. And I dragged them both into a room and I like, everyone was wondering and I was like, I don't give a fuck if anyone's wondering where you guys are. Yeah. You're the Get bride ready. sisters. And I spent 45 minutes putting like bronzer on them, like make it happen, like, getting away their flyaways, pin their chunis on. And like, till this day, they're always like, thank you. Yeah. Like that would have sucked if we look back and saw that, like those pictures and just like, fuck, like you would just feel shitty about yourself. Yeah. Like the whole point of that is to just like have that t- moment, like dress up a lot, look really nice, take, enjoy your like, you know, company, but like really take that time for yourself. Yeah. hundred percent. That's my fucking key. And this will allow you to do that. Yes. Fucking and, and like, will give you that chance. Yes. And you don't have to have like 17 events. And if you do, you can have small parties. Like it's different. I just yeah. feel like, yeah, now the COVID wedding thing is like, way better i'm jealous of those those girls who are getting to do that lol and i feel like there's lots of people who you know maybe were getting married for the big wedding and now they've postponed like a year two years well you're you know the evidence of how much you want to get married is right there it's in your face like you know it how bad did you want to get married do you you guys really need to be married like what's happening is this just for the party? The year postponement, if you ask me, I know a lot of people who p- postponed it a year, which makes sense because obviously no one could travel and stuff either. But that year postponement, most people I know who waited that year and kind of ruminated and sat with it are like, have come around and they're like, oh, like it's almost like that that energy that keeps you on that roller coaster going like fucking up the whole time. Yeah. Like it dropped down and then you were kind of leveled and you're like, you kind of took a step back and, and spent a year just having some perspective. And most of those brides I know though, they're like, I'm totally excited about my small wedding now. Yeah. Like because totally. that year gap they had, they were just like, I'm, and I had my two cousins are like that. They're like, yeah, like we've had a year to kind of get over the idea of the big wedding and then kind of like think about it and then just start seeing how it's coming together as a small wedding. And we're kind of like, we're excited about this now. Yeah. So I'm actually excited. I, you know what? I'm hoping that this trend stays Yeah. well after COVID. Yeah. 100%. I think it's definitely changed the Indian community. Um, Indi- I know Indi- lots of Indian wedding businesses that are quote unquote affected. Um, as you know, I like, I believe I'm a big believer in that you can pivot your strategy to survive in any market. So for sure, like, I don't see, if your business has completely just like went under because you didn't adapt to COVID and now you've had a year, um, you should call me, LOL. And B, you should definitely work on that. <laughs> you should definitely work yeah. on that. Like that yeah. doesn't make sense. Oh. I, I don't see that as a viable excuse for people either. Um, also, like I know lots of small businesses, like, and I just want to put this out there, um, that like we were talking about earlier, small businesses that are suffered due to COVID or restaurants or things like that. And I like, without playing the blame game, I just want, if you have a moment of reflection today to think about the fact that we are all just living fucking paycheck to paycheck for corporations who are just living paycheck to paycheck. Is it worth it? I would like to ask some of those business Mm -hmm. owners, like if you mm-hmm. can't survive the two months, three months without um, no income, which like I I understand mm-hmm. for some people may seem extreme, but most financial planners will tell you that you should be prepared to pay six months of rent at all fucking times for things like this, mm-hmm. for unforeseen circumstances. Mm-hmm. If you lose an arm, you lose mm-hmm. a leg, you lose a parent, whatever the situation may be. Um, so if you're just working paycheck to paycheck, like, is it worth it? Wouldn't it better be better to just yeah. get a job? Like, hundred percent. I don't understand. Honestly, I think it also just is like a big reflection on like the way, you know, our, our society kind of functions as a whole. And there's a really good piece in the New Yorker about this. So if anyone wants to know, just message me or DM me and I'll send it to you. But it's basically kind of a reflection on exactly what Neeti said. We're like, hold on. Like, what are we fucking doing? What not are even we doing? just on our scale. Like, like, like Neeti said, not just us, like the corporations themselves, right? Yeah. Like, like look at WestJet. Look the at people you work for. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we need to reevaluate as a fucking whole. And, you know, like it starts with you, starts with yourself, like start doing that already with your own life. Yeah. And start reevaluating. Cause like if we all change our perspective, then like that has a ripple effect. Yeah. On like how we do things. So no, I'm, I think I'm a, 
I'm definitely on board with that. We have uh, yet to disagree. I'm waiting for the day we talk about something where we have polarizing opinions, Nipi. I'm so excited. It's so That's so funny. That's I mean, going to be interesting. Like, it makes sense why we've been, we've been friends since grade eight, because uh, we agree on most things, but we're going to think of something spicy to talk about soon for you guys. But I know that oh, you, yeah. um, everybody probably needs a big glass of water after Noor's story. Uh, yeah. And the rest of this shit, man, it's just so heavy. Maybe a lot of people didn't want to listen to our COVID rant, but hey, fucking face reality. Okay, bro? Face reality. So, bringing us to the closing hour here, we want to call you to say, hey, tell us about your COVID story. We really want to know, do you think Noor's experience was polarizing? Do you think it was racially motivated? Um, What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Tell us. Has anything happened to you? Have you had these similar experiences? Similar experience, for sure. Let us know. And if you're a COVID bride and you feel like what we said is like wrong or right, let us know. We want to know. We want to know what you think. Tell me. Yeah. Oh, also, before we end this off, I have a web series coming out this Friday. Woo! And this Friday. yeah, it's it's called How to Be, and it's a digital comedic series. It's an interview series. I play kind of a version or a character, I guess, of myself, um, and then a little bit of other things too. And it's called How to Be with Nuri D. I interview different people every episode about all things cool and trendy. And Trend. my character is really, really trying to be the cool, okay? But she's okay. not very good at it. So check it out and let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you think. I've been working on it for a while. So I'm really excited to release that this Friday. That is super exciting, Nuri. What platform is it going to be on? So I'll have my trailers will be popping off on Instagram. So you'll have all the information there. But the actual episodes will be on YouTube. Amazing. I love accessibility. Okay. No membership required for YouTube. Click it. Watch it. Watch it in the bathroom. Watch it in the TV room. However you want. Wherever you need to watch it. Watch it on the toilet. Whatever you need. (laughs) Sometimes when I send people long emails, I tell them that this is a toilet email. So call me back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the 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 honesty, Nipi. That's one thing. If nothing, if nothing, you yeah. are honest. If nothing, I am honest. So that is it from consistently these... honest. Yes. Consistently honest. That is it today from these two consistent ladies. Uh, we appreciate you joining us for our COVID talk. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please DM us on Instagram. Click the email button. Just like this, subscribe, comment, comment, na Love you. Bye. Bye.